You're listening to episode number 62 of The Beautiful Day Project. Welcome to The Beautiful Day Project. I'm your host, Laura Armendariz. I'm a life coach whose passion is helping ladies make positive growth in their busy lives. In this podcast, we work on healthy changes and we always lean on God's power and wisdom to give us strength. I'm here for you, so let's get to it. While I admit to not being the biggest fan of the, all the acronyms that we use these days, I really do appreciate FOMO. F-O-M-O. It really stands for the fear of missing out, and I'm not sure there has ever been a better definition for the feeling and the resulting actions we take from the belief that if we don't participate or buy that, our lives will be less than others. FOMO, or the fear of missing out, has definitely driven some poor decisions in humanity. We can do better. This episode is for all of us. This is the year that you actually don't fall face first into the pumpkin pie. Do you want some key strategies to have your cake and eat it too this holiday season without adding inches and pounds that you have to deal with in 2023? Grab the cheat sheet, Six Reasons We Overeat During the Holidays and What to Do About It, from my website today with a link for a special holiday support group. As I was, you know, preparing to do this episode and thinking about areas and places and memories of my life where I've experienced the most fear of missing out... The biggest one for me was about eight years ago when my eldest child was a toddler and my youngest child, Michaela, was just an infant. And about the time she needed to go to bed or take a nap, she would turn into, you know, a really cranky little human being. And FOMO would hit me the hardest because I would have to bow out early to get her home to nap or to go to bed for the night. She was one of those little ones that truly became, you know, just terrible (laughs) whenever she was sleep deprived and trying to stay out with her was certainly not fun for her or for me or for anyone else around us. However, I would get home and I would look at whatever gathering we left and I would just feel fear. I would worry about all the things that we wouldn't get to participate in and fret over what others might think of my choices. I would nearly be sick to my stomach and wonder if I'd made a good choice. It's so funny to look back on that now because my choice was obviously a good one for me and her and everyone. It wasn't fun to be out with an exhausted, cranky child, and there was nothing that we were missing out on that we could really enjoy in that condition. And if anyone had looked down on that, that was all on them. They weren't having to wrestle a tiny little body into a car seat and take care of an infant at the same time. Today, I really want to just dig into the fear of missing out because it's one of the most toxic influences on our choices. I'll talk to you about how to identify it, how to make a healthy choice, and then how to have some peace afterwards. Okay, the first thing you need to be able to do is identify. FOMO is fear-based. 
you'll notice that fear will rear its head because you're in a conflict. An opportunity has risen, but it goes against a boundary that you have set in place. You know that if you give in, you'll also be giving up something else you were fighting for. For example, you want to buy a special gift for a friend, but it's way beyond the amount you had budgeted. If you give in, you'll be putting yourself and maybe even your family in a rough spot financially. However, you know, the item's on sale and you fear that if you don't take advantage of it, then that opportunity will just pass you by. Another example and a really common one is the dessert tray at a party. Just the other day at my church, we had this amazing potluck, which is literally one of my favorite things on the planet, and I loaded up my plate with a little bit of everything. Then after finishing it, I went to the dessert table, and I knew that I could feel it in my tummy. I only had room for maybe a couple bites of something, but there were so many like, op- like so many different options that I put three different desserts on my plate. I didn't finish them, not even close, but I crossed that line and I was physically uncomfortable for hours later. So remember that FOMO, the fear of missing out, is based based on an internal debate. You wouldn't feel that fear if you felt the decision was obvious and your choices would be good for you. Instead, you feel that fear a lot because you don't know which way to go and you fear the consequences of any direction you choose. So after you've identified it, you need to know how to make a healthy choice. And I'm not telling you which way to go. Only you can really make that decision. In order to get a handle on your fear, it helps to know why you are making healthy choices in the first place. Ask yourself, what will happen if you cross the line? What will happen if you eat that, buy that, or do that? Why does it go against a healthier plan that you are fighting for? And I'm not saying that you have to go with whatever boundary you put in place, but you do need to consider it because it will help you make that decision. And now here is the kicker. Ask yourself if you would be comfortable if this behavior that you are tempted to give into became a habit because it probably will. We all know how many times that giving up on healthy eating started with a single bite of pie or how suffocating credit card debt started with a single spontaneous purchase. And we all remember how healthy priorities in our life began to slip because we chose to flirt with those boundary lines. Habits are one of the most important aspects of your personal growth. Therefore, whatever you choose, what What do you want to become a habit? Honestly, if your boundaries are healthy, then your fear simply comes from the enemy trying to derail you. The devil is so good at making sure that just the right thing comes along at the right moment to make sure that we lose our foothold and feel our hearts fill with fear. All right, guys, the final step is make peace with your choice, whatever that is. I find that The most pain comes after the choice is made. I can mull it over. I can turn it in my head for days and live out a thousand what ifs. But has that ever helped me or anyone? No. (laughs) I have learned to make choices and then offer up the consequences to God. And I usually ask him, and this is like so humble. Like I have to become really humble and just tell God, okay, I don't know. Like only you see the big picture. So I just ask God first 
to protect me and my family if I've made a poor choice. And then also to make sure that I learned from the experience. I am also one of those people that I like to just, you know, beat myself over the head just in case, you know, I need to. I want to make sure that I'm my own very good disciplinarian. But I can definitely overdo that. <laughs> so I just ask God to help me learn and let, like, because he is the ultimate guide. He is the ultimate counselor. And I have learned that when I trust in him, I, he is definitely better at taking care of me than I am taking care of myself. And this is important because it commits your life to God and allows you to turn to him for that guidance instead of leaning on fretful thoughts to help you decide if it was a good choice or not. Okay. At the end of the day, it's done. We can learn from it, but we can't change it. We can be determined to look back with curiosity and compassion on our choices, ready to learn, but refusing to live in shame or continued fear. All right, my dear, are you ready to kick out that FOMO? <laughs> Just kick it out of your daily experience. Good. Remember, you need only to take these three steps. Number one, identify the fear and where the conflict is. Number two, make a healthy choice. And number three, make peace with your decision. Ask God to be your counselor. Ask him to be your guide and protector, okay? We are going to be curious and look and see what the consequences are those of those choices without jumping ahead and creating, you know, more fear and drama than there might actually be. Oh my goodness. I hope you're having a wonderful holiday season. And before I leave you today, I just want you to hear this this very favorite verse of mine. It's Philippians 4, 6 through 7. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In this season, I just pray that the Prince of Peace guards your hearts. I keep forgetting to mention my email list. I know it can be really hard to keep up with everything these days, so I love to send out emails that let you know about recent podcasts, free resources, and even a little news about my life and my family. If you're interested, go ahead and sign up. Just head over to my website, or you can use the direct link that I'll go ahead and put here in the podcast. All right. Well, in the next episode, I want to teach you a really quick tip of how to make a healthy plate just about anywhere. So meet me back here next week and I will talk to you later. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends if it was helpful. I love being here for you. Visit my website to read more about my life and my work at lauraarmandaris.com. That's L-O-R-A-A-R-M-E-N-D-A-R-I-Z. And of course, you can always find everything linked in the podcast notes. This life coach is not a licensed health professional. Always consult your physician or mental health professional when considering health changes or weight loss regimes. <laughs>